This is, this is, this is Chris Ellis, and I am a business startup coach. My mission is to empower, and I do that by showing everyday people how to turn any business idea into very real income. This show is for the creatively and financially frustrated dreamers of the world. This show is for those of you that can't escape the feeling that your life that you're living doesn't match up with the life that you are capable of having. You know that you can do more and be more because you've been blessed with a burning passion or an undeniable talent or a game-changing business idea that can change the world. You just don't know how to go from dreamer to doer. I'm here to let you know that you've landed in the right place and that this show is for you. I'm going to give you all the game when it comes to launching a small business with no unnecessary, expensive, time-consuming steps. If you're ready to go from breakdown to breakthrough, let's get into this. Welcome back to Boss Talk with Chris, and I am Chris Ellis, your friendly neighborhood business coach, and I am super excited because this is season two, episode three, and it's called How to Figure Out Your Value and Competitive Edge. Again, how to figure out your value and competitive edge. I'm excited today because, like I said in the last episode, this entire season is going to be devoted to highlighting the specific sections from my no BS startup checklist. Not only am I going to be going over a key recommendation from this checklist, I'm also going to give you the opportunity to get this startup checklist absolutely free. So stick around until the end of the episode. So today we're talking about step two of the startup checklist, which is to identify your value and competitive edge. So today we're going to go over step two of the startup checklist, which is to identify your value and competitive edge. In this step, you're going to identify the most important reasons customers should do business with you. Typically, when you first start a business, you think that the hard part is just impressing people enough. You think that if you just impress people, they'll just book you or buy from you with no issues whatsoever. But here's what actually happens you find out that it's actually surprisingly easy to get people interested in your product or service. The problem is you spend so much time trying to sell people on what you can do, you're not actually prepared to answer that one question that just comes out of the blue. So why should we go with you and not these other guys? When you first are starting out, you have no idea how to really explain why someone should actually pick you over your competitors, especially when they have more experience than you, better prices, they offer more benefits, etc. Because of that, normally when you get that question, one of three things happens. One, your mind goes completely blank. Two, you just start stuttering and that's not a good look. <laughs> or three, you just give a reason that sounds good, but customers actually don't care about that reason at all. Then whoever you're talking to just goes, oh, okay, well, I'll give it some thought and I'll let you know. And you think to yourself, oh, that, they'll reach out to me. But the transaction is actually dead and they never are going to call you or contact you again about this. Now you're saying to yourself, what didn't I say? Like, 
They seemed so interested in the beginning, but they never moved forward or hit me back. It's super frustrating, and I hate seeing new business owners go through it. But good news, it's totally avoidable if you truly know your competitive edge. Specifically, you can figure out your competitive edge in two ways. One, you can identify your product or service's true value. Two, you can write down common complaints customers generally have when doing business with other people. If you do these two actions, you'll have an easier time getting people to actually buy what you're offering. Here's what you need to understand first and foremost about identifying your products and services true value. Your value has nothing to do with the fact that one, you can do the job. Two, you're available to do the job. And three, you'll do the job well and you won't rip people off. That seems like a confusing statement at first, but that's mainly because you're used to being an employee. When you are an employee, the main problem that you are solving for other people is scarcity. Employees have too much work to be done and not enough qualified people to do it. However, scarcity is not an issue for an average customer because customers have plenty of options. In fact, they probably already have someone providing that service or product for them. So the fact that you are simply offering a product or service is not sweet enough of a deal for them to do business with you. This is something that you have to understand when we are talking about you making money off of your talents, because here's what I see all the time. I'll be on social media and one of my friends or followers will announce to their timeline, hey, I'm a barber now. Holla at me if you need a fresh cut or whatever. And from that alone, they expect the floodgates of leads to just come through and people to be lining up to do business with them. But here's what actually happens. No one cares, like no one cares at all. Now these new business owners are bitter talking shit online a week later talking about, see, nobody supports small businesses. The moral of the story is your true value has nothing to do with you being available to work. So if that's not an example of true value, what is? Great question. Thanks for asking. So examples of true value are things like being more conveniently located, having a simpler ordering and delivery process, speedier turnarounds, more comprehensive service, etc. True value has something to do with being able to enhance the customer's experience with buying, using, or owning that product. That being said, what is not an example of true value is the fact that what you do is important work. That is not a true selling point. I see so many people struggle with this concept in the nonprofit spaces. They'll pitch their programs to people and their main selling point is what we do is so vital to the community. And then they'll expect jobs to just like fall into their laps because people obviously will recognize the value. But that's just not how selling things works. For instance, let's say I am the director of a youth facility and you are pitching me a creative writing workshop as an after-school program. Telling me that this will ultimately promote literacy and it's super important that we do so is not a strong enough selling point like you would think it is. 
the reality is, is if I'm shelling out money to someone who is doing an after school program for me, my main concern is, will the kids come to the workshop and will they actually want to stay? Because if your program is boring and no one wants to show up, hiring you is a waste of money. It doesn't matter how important you think the work is. That's not the true value on my end, because my main concern is what am I going to do with all these kids all afternoon? So when we're talking about identifying true value of what you offer, it needs to be based on your customers' priorities and their mission, not based on what you think their values should be. So to review, examples of things that are truly valuable are things like being more conveniently located, having simpler ordering and delivery processes, speedier turnaround times, more comprehensive services, but it's also your ability to align with the customer's mission and priorities. If what you offer helps people achieve more of their own goals, then that's truly your competitive edge. The second thing that you can do to create or at least find your competitive edge is to write down common complaints customers generally have when doing business with your competitors. Example, um, people in your industry might be known for slow service and inconsistent results. Promising faster service with more predictable results will easily set you apart from your competition. Now, I love giving this particular kind of advice because first-time business owners are convinced that they have to outperform their competitors. They think that offering something that is bigger and faster and cheaper and more long-lasting is something that they have to do if you're in competition with somebody. But the reality is that you can offer the exact same thing, but you can just be less annoying to deal with. Like, for instance, there's not really much difference between Walmart and Target. People just complain way less about Target, myself included. If I need help in Target, I can find an employee immediately. In Walmart, I can literally walk laps around the store before I can find somebody that will answer a question of mine. Same basic products and similar prices, but the shopping experience at one store is way different than the other store. You might be saying to yourself, but Chris, I haven't even started in my field. How am I supposed to identify how I'm different from the competition? Simple answer, make promises. When you are talking to a potential customer, you can just say something like, hey, if you've ever bought this product before, you've probably used it and you've probably experienced these negative experiences and consequences. But I want you to know that in my business, I don't operate like that. And I promise you that you'll never have to deal with that with me. That's all you have to say. Like an example for me as a business coach is, I really don't advertise this, but I don't really have a refund policy so much as I have a I'll fix it personally policy. When you get my coaching, I tell people, hey, if I give you a strategy and you feel like you can't execute it, just call me. I will sit down. We will redo it everything comprehensively at no extra cost because I would rather give you free service and know that your problem is solved rather than you walking away feeling like you got ripped off. So many people in my own industry just give advice, they get paid, and then the customers go off by themselves and they can't actually execute on the advice. 
But then they don't feel like they can come back and ask follow-up questions because they feel like they'll be charged money. So my promise is I refuse to operate like that. I'm not going to nickel and dime you for my advice. So even if you haven't had your first customer yet, you can create a competitive edge simply by knowing the BS that your customers normally go through and then just promising to do the opposite. And here's the kicker. If you've gotten to the point where you're inspired to go into an industry nine times out of 10, you already know enough about that industry to know the customers and what they hate. Like if you're so into collectible action figures that you decide to design some of your own, you probably already know what buyers hate about the marketplace and what they hate about how the action figures are designed sometimes. And this applies to every industry. If you know enough to want to get into an industry, you probably have a list of shit that people complain about. And this is regardless of any industry. So I want you to take advantage of your own fandom. Take advantage of your own nerdiness. And you can easily come up with a list of things to distinguish yourself from the competition. So let's review. Establishing your value and identifying your competitive edge is an unskippable step for creating a true business operation. You can complete this step by doing the following. One, figuring out your products or services true value as it relates to your customers' priorities and experiences. Two, writing down common complaints that customers generally have when doing business with other people, and then just promising to do the opposite. If you complete these tasks, you can expect to have the following results. So the first thing is, you won't freeze up when people are asking, well, why should we pick you over the competition? And you won't fumble potential business opportunities. But for me, the biggest result is this. You won't be secretly afraid and hesitant to market yourself. One of the reasons that we really don't put ourselves out there, even after we start businesses, is because we don't truly believe that we are special enough to be out there in the marketplace with everybody else. That all changes when you understand your competitive edge. Because when someone asks you, well, why should we go with your product or service? You'll have an informed and well thought out answer. You will be able to tell people the intentional ways that you show up in your business. So it definitely helps with imposter syndrome, which means that you'll put yourself out there to more people, which means you'll have a greater opportunity to do what you love for a living and get paid a lot of money to do it. This is why I say identifying your value and competitive edge is an unskippable step for creating any business. With that said, we're going to keep covering my favorite parts of the No BS Startup Checklist, but you don't have to wait for all the episodes to come out in order for you to get the steps. The No BS Startup Checklist is available right now on my website, absolutely free. All you have to do is go to chrisellis.tv forward slash checklist. Again, that is chrisellis, C-H-R-I-S-E-L-L-I-S dot T-V forward slash checklist, C-H-E-C-K-L-I-S-T. So sign up for the mailing list there. 
And then the first message that you're going to get is going to have the checklist attached to it. In fact, not only are you going to get the checklist, but for a limited time, you are going to get the No BS Startup Guidebook that explains all the steps in detail like I'm explaining it right now. So again, it's absolutely free and everybody who has a passion that they want to turn into a career should have a copy of this. So I'm about to wrap this up, but this is my shameless plug for this season. And here it is. I've decided this year that I'm going to treat the listeners and everybody on this podcast as partners to a mission that I have. And my mission here is to make sure that the skill of making money is a basic life skill available to everyone. COVID, the recession, job and housing shortages, et cetera, has proven that everyone needs the ability to make money on demand, especially in a financial pitch. So this is what I'm asking. Don't just grab a copy for yourself. Please share the link with your friends, with people on social media, et cetera. This is something like I really care about on a personal level. I know so many people that are looking for real information. I'm talking about real information for becoming an entrepreneur. And there is a shortage of that information that actually walks people through the process the same way that real entrepreneurs actually do it. So please, please, please get that information out to as many people as possible this year. Help me get that information out to as many people as possible. So the link again is www.chrisellis.tv forward slash checklist. I will be back with a new episode very soon. This is Chris Ellis, your friendly neighborhood business coach. And I want to thank you for watching and listening.